thank you for contributing to Patreon, and welcome to Expansion Pack, the super secretive, exclusive, member-only show where we talk about all sorts of video game stuff and get more in-depth on stuff than we do on the regular show. Uh, I'm sure you know us, but we're your hosts. I'm Trey. Jeremy. John. And we're back again this month to talk. Uh, yeah, we are. We're going to expand on what we were talking about on the free feed about Legend of Zelda, since they continue to... We'll, we'll talk about it on our free feed about uh, who who does anniversaries better than how they do better anniversaries for certain yeah. properties that aren't Legend of Zelda. But on our free feed, we talked about uh, our most favorite, least favorite video games of Legend of Zelda and stuff like that. But as a spinoff, as an additive to that one, we thought that we'd do an episode about our favorite side characters for Legend of Zelda. Because there's all sort of interesting characters that you see on these various different games. and There's so many characters. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. There's a lot to yep. pick through. I, I know that there's going to be that I'm going to be like, God damn it, why didn't I include this person? Or why didn't I include that person? You know, I will. So. There's going to be so many. We're doing five each. There's just so many to pick from. So I, I don't know. My, my top five will probably be different tomorrow. Yeah. But I think Zelda has the best stable of NPCs in any video game series bar none for sure especially in the in my favorite game majora's mask where they all very much develop them and i tried to i I tried to have a character from a different from a different game for each one i didn't want to like overlap any of them so even though i did kind of cheat a little bit at the end but you'll hear you'll hear that later but i because i could have easily done my top five favorite characters from majora's mask just because there's so many incredibly interesting characters in there and definitely really really weird characters in that game but I tried not to do that. I tried to make it like a wider spectrum of games. So hopefully you enjoy it. We can get into it right now, I guess. Let's go. All right. I will start off here. My number five of the characters, I felt like Minish Cap got a, got a little bit, uh, didn't get enough love when we talked about the, uh, the went on our free feed, we didn't give Minish Cap enough love. So I added a character from Minish Cap for my number five. Just because... Oh, really? uh, Just out of... Sympathy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely a weird character. I mean, there's definitely no character like that in any other series, for sure. And also, right. I felt like we didn't. I felt like we should have been a little bit harder on the DS games because I think that, that they're not that great. The Phantom Hourglass and the Spirit Tracks one. But yeah, uh, Phantom Hourglass is good. Spirit Tracks maybe not as much. I think Phantom Hourglass is actually worse than Spirit Tracks. Hmm. Phantom Hourglass was mostly the same game over and over again because you had to keep playing that same stupid fucking dungeon like over and over and over again. And that's right. I forgot about that dungeon. It's incredibly annoying. I mean, there's maybe like half of the game is actually new, and one and one half of it is just the same dungeon. But uh, just because I wanted to include him because he's a fucking weird character, and I guess it's it, you could be considered sort of a main character because it's like your guide through the whole game. But I my my number five is Eslo. The duck hat. It's a hat that you have that's a duck that also tells you where to go. I mean, <laughs> how much weirder can you get than that? <laughs> I don't know. Ezlo is the Minish Cap. It's the cap that uh, is your magic cap that you get. It's basically the fee, the Navi, the whatever whatever you want to call it that helps you get through the game. And is a lot less annoying and creepy as the fee character from Skyward Sword. Doesn't do that weird singing thing with no voice, which always scared the shit out of me from from skyward but yeah eslo he was he was a it was a fun little weird character he's a giant fucking duck bill i don't know and he has the ability to shrink and shrink with you as well yeah. yeah you shrink and the hat shrinks as well i mean just look at the picture of it it's ridiculous looking 
<laughs> it's like it was like let's put a duck let's put a duck face at the end of this uh, sleep hat or whatever whatever you want to call it. It's like one of those like old slumber hats that like come you know the link the the slumber hat that comes to the end or whatever. So so is this I forget supposed to be sort of the story the origin of Link's hat. Where does this fall on the timeline? It's one of the first games, right, on the timeline? Yeah, M- Minish Cap is early, right? I, th- I think it's supposed to take place after Skyward Sword, right? And Skyward Sword is the first one. I don't know. I always thought that timeline was kind of bullshit. It, was, it <laughs> seemed like they were just... It, feel, it felt like they were just kind of just putting stuff together and be like, here it is. It, it obviously wasn't planned, you know? I didn't feel like they ever, aside from, like, you know, aside from, the, like, Zelda... Yeah, Minish Zelda, Cap's too. I'll say, like, aside from, like, a Zelda 1 and 2 or, like... Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, like they never really existed in the t- same timeline, and I felt like it kind of took something away from the games when they did start trying to do the timeline thing. You know, I don't know. It's kind of there for those who want to pay attention to it, and it doesn't matter for everybody else. That's it's the way I take it. It's just like trying to like put all the Final Fantasy games together. Like they were never, they they weren't supposed to be in a timeline. They're all just like different stories that exist in the same world that have like similar ideas and like maybe god characters or whatever but i don't know i always felt like it kind of took away from the series i felt like they should have just let it be like every zelda is just that zelda you know i don't know i remember when they came out with the news Miyamoto just sort of like offhand comment in an interview said oh yeah there's multiple links and multiple different timelines this is like right around the time of wind waker everyone was yeah. like what <laughs> like what, I what are you that. talking about different links every link is a different link yeah, but, so. yeah, but did you did you actually think that they were all the same Link? Because I didn't. I never thought Pink Hair Link was the same as either. fucking Adult Ocarina of Time Link. You know, I never thought they were the same person. Like I said, it just felt like it just felt like Final Fantasy to me. You know, where like every every game is its own story and it has nothing to do with anything else. You know, and I was fine with that. I didn't. Not everything needs to be connected. Like it's that's the that's like if someone told yeah. me all the Mario's were different guys, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> the Mario timeline. I'm not gonna lose my shit over it. Yeah, I mean, now, Princess Zelda or Princess Daisy, that's different. Yeah, I mean, Princess Peach, she's the same, but there's all these other different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it really didn't bother me. I was like, I just, I just figured they were all their own story. Like, I didn't need them to be all together. Like, why does everything have to? Why does everything have to like connect? Like, that's. As I call back to my rant that wasn't recorded earlier about Star Wars, but it's like we don't. Everything doesn't have to connect. Like it doesn't. Not every, everyone doesn't have to Did be related to everybody. They just want to make a bunch of money off Hyrule Historia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, d- I always felt like it was just a weird. Like it didn't feel like it was organic. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, you want a timeline? Here's a timeline. I don't. I, I don't like, think it was. I think it was figured out right before they published it. That's for sure. Yeah, it seemed kind of well. It kind of seemed like a fan put it together or something, and then they published it as a book. Or they just had a meeting, one of those like <laughs> tier list meetings, and they're like, "Let's just move this here." And here yeah, and where do we put? Uh, where is this? Okay, this. Well, what about this? All right, well now it's over here. And I yeah, I never really felt like it was the main thing. And I think even Skyward me, Sword yeah. made a big deal about being the first one. I remember that yeah. was before Historia. And I feel like Miyamoto even said something after that where he said he didn't really care that much about the timeline because I mean. Who does? Like, I don't. I don't need that. I don't. I don't need the timeline. It's like we don't have to. It doesn't. Yeah, it's just it's it's a game. Enjoy the game. If you from take beginning characters to end. from one game and put them in another. They're gonna suck in the other game. Like, it's not gonna make sense. You don't want them all to be together. Yeah. And that was. And that is something that's kind of. There's something that would take away from Minish Cap. Is I. 
I was looking through the characters on there, and a lot of them are repeated from like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because of the time, and that that's like that does take it away from me. I'm like, well, why do they have to be the same character? But uh, but in the Game Boy Advance, I understand they were trying to like bring it all together, but I I prefer to just have their own unique characters for every for every game, and and Ezlo is definitely unique. You never really saw him again after this, so no, he's uh, never spoken again. Nope. Yeah. So I like that. I was trying to trying to stick to people that were only in one thing for the most part. But I like the thought that in every subsequent game, somewhere in the back of Link's subconscious, he's wishing his hat were a duck. Hey, man, I, w- I would love to have a hat, a duck hat. I mean, who who wouldn't? But yeah, I think that's all I can say about Ezlo. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? We we all want a duck hat that talks to you. Why not? Cool. Well, uh, I didn't exactly follow the rule of like only one appearance, but. Oh no! I, I mean, also was surprised yeah. going through the. Uh, Neither did I really. I just said we were that. using the Zelda Archive fandom, Zelda Archive fandom, which is a great resource. I wish I would have looked at this more recently. Uh, this is a really good comprehensive list of all the characters where you can find it within the website. And uh, so I'm just finding out, like, oh shit, this character, these characters are in more than one game, and I had no idea. And this character is. This character is actually in the Minish Cap, I guess. I'm finding that out from here. It's been so long since I played it, but it's Zill. Zill's a little boy. Zill. Zill's a little boy that runs runs up to you at the very beginning of Wind Waker, and he's got the big long snot. The snot boy. Yeah. Yeah. Snot boy. Yeah. Oh god, that that has creeped me out. I had to bring him up. Yeah. I had to bring him up. That's a good pull. Yeah. He's he's a deep cut, and he were in. I thought of him a lot when the stock market showed up in Animal Crossing last year. And Daisy May is a very similar character type with the big snotty string hanging out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the turnips, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so this character is just absolutely just... I remember being so excited to play Wind Waker, getting it back to my dorm, because that's how long ago it was. I was in college. And uh, I boot it up, and I'm playing the beginning part of it. And it's just so beautiful. And like within five minutes of playing the game you're staring at this kid that's staring at you and he's got a big long snot <laughs> booger hanging out of his nose i'm like oh this is gonna be great beautifully animated snot bubble uh-huh and he like will occasionally sniff it up and then immediately falls back out it's it's so gross it, it it's got to be like a thing of uh japanese culture because i forget i'm trying i was trying to look up what the anime name was but there was there was there was an anime on uh on Netflix and there was this character called Ong Long and he has like this he looked very much like that character. He had the big giant fucking nose snot, you know, mm-hmm. coming off his face. And I think it was like I think it was kind of like um like a Twilight Zone type show where like every every episode is different, but Yeah. Or actually no, I think it was a movie and it was like three different stories that didn't have to do with each other. But yeah, I remember Ong Long just because he looked exactly like this fucking guy from Wind Waker. And that was his name, and yeah, it was gross. But it's, uh, I mean, you see it. I don't know. You've seen it in various things, so maybe it's just a trope. I don't know. Have a kid with a snotty nose. Maybe a lot yeah, of snotty I mean, noses it, there. I know, like, that's a phrase that you'll hear in Western, like, uh, snot-nosed brat. Yeah, like a snot-nosed brat, so I don't know if there's some something, maybe not the exact same thing, but I do know, like, the, like, teardrop that'll form and anime and stuff, like, I don't completely understand what that means, but... It may be a similar sort of thing where it's like, yeah, an indicator of a trade or something. This character is disgusting. And I guess he also appeared in the Minish Cap, like I said. Um, so he would have shown up first in Wind Waker. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember him in Minish Cap or if he had the big snotty thing and hanging out of his face, but I hope he did. In 2D, it probably wasn't as impressive, but they got to at least keep him true to character. Yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot to learn from the character other than he's just like the first, I guess besides your sister, he's the first character you meet in Wind Waker. Oh boy, the adventures <laughs> that follow. His, uh, I'm looking at pictures of him right now. His snot is like almost as tall as him. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like it's like down to his toes practically. <laughs> like that's impressive. I mean, maybe that's just the uh yeah, the, the, just what they think of uh, kids just have snot that long. It's pretty gross. It's frightening. I wonder if like the longer the snot drip, the bigger a dope you are. There's some kind of correlation. Probably. I don't know. I mean, maybe we, a naivety. Yeah. I mean, we we've I mean, we've all seen like, you know, snotty kids in our life, but not like down to their toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe if like they weren't they they were like not taken care of that their snot would go would go down that far. It's frightening. Maybe it's actually actually like, that. it's not actually snot and it's some kind of organ that he has just like hanging out of his head. Oh jeez. It's it's like a <laughs> it's like a sentient being. It's like it's like the it's like the ve- it's like the venom or a symbiotic thing that just uh, it's just a gigantic tapeworm. It's like it's trying to nose. suck it back into your head. <laughs> there was a there was a Simpsons episode where Millhouse was like, every time you sneeze, you like sneeze your soul out, and you have to suck it back in. That yeah. it, that's the one where where Bart sells his soul, but it's a I don't know. It reminds me of that. <laughs> Supposedly, your snot is your soul after you sneeze, and you gotta bring it back into you before it escapes. Got to keep it contained yourself. Yeah, but in honor of uh, the times we live in now, where cleanliness, personal hygiene is greatly encouraged, here's a bunch of snot. <laughs> that kid's got the virus for sure. His snot does. Hopefully, he doesn't pull it back into his nose because it will. It will take him. Then <laughs> he, he brought it to Outset Island. Oh no! Well, I went with a crazy pick for my number five. Crazy Tracy, based mostly on the name. I just think that's a, like a funny random name to be put uh, in a Zelda game of all all places, you know, where you have uh, sort of these sort of this air of high fantasy all these you know high fantasy type names then crazy tracy for some reason <laughs> sure why not and who is she she was in link's awakening and she was like a remember she had cats in her place like i think they were going with the crazy cat lady maybe that was it that why they, they they chose that name for her and she gives you some kind of healing ointment in the game there's not much function with her beyond that as i recall but based on the name and then based on her appearance in a game that i wanted to play Captain Rainbow. I picked her. Captain Rainbow, yeah. Maybe that hopefully that'll eventually get re-released from the Nintendo Vault. I hope so. That's like in my top list of, of games that I finally want to play. Like a random roster of B-list Nintendo characters with a you know j- wacky Japanese humor. Like I want to play that game so bad. I I sent a picture of Zill from Minish Cap to the chat. If you guys that's what I put up there. It's basically a very pixelated version of him and his snot, but but yeah, there's that's him from the game. At least you can see the snot from far away. Because you're wondering what he looked like on Mishcap. I found found him. I'm looking at him right now. Oh yeah, look at him. Yeah, he's he, all he, snot you can see his snot there. It's uh, Tracy, right? Crazy Tracy. Crazy Tracy. Yeah. So uh, she she's a like a human character, right, or a R- Rudo or whatever the. She's a human. Yeah. Yeah, she's got like a big bow on her head. And and she's she's part of the training trading sequence also right from like from Link's yeah. Awakening. Oh right, yeah, she has the big bow. I know who she is now. Yeah, she uh, and uh, you gotta you should maybe watch this if you ever get 
HBO Max, either of you. But uh, the show Doom Patrol, there's a character called Crazy Jane on there, which Crazy Tracy reminds me of that because of the name. But Crazy Jane is actually one of my favorite characters because she's basically like, she has like hundreds of personalities and she changes between them at wet will and that's her superpower but her actually stuff changes about her to say which one is like there's this one personality called hammerhead which is just like this you know incredibly strong tough girl and hammerhead like has a chest tattoos and whenever she turns Mm -hmm. into hammerhead her 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 tattoos show up and that's how you know that that's her and stuff like that they do some really cool stuff to show her changing from one to another i think it was a grant morrison character actually if you're familiar with Grant Morrison, he did a lot of a lot of weird shit. But that Crazy Tracy reminds me of that of Crazy Jane, which I thought was pretty cool. It's kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's kind of like a taboo thing, sort of, to say like crazy now. So I, I always mm-hmm. feel weird about saying it. But it's right there in her name. But yeah, it's it's in there. Number four, 